what does love feel like? Hmm. Happiness is such a, I don't really think I would describe love as happiness. I think I'd describe it as a beautiful journey. Mm. Um, you know, it has its ups and downs, right? Whether it's in marriage or whether it's in the career, you know, things are never perfect. Yeah. But through love, you continue to persevere and you mm. move through them, you move through them. And then through that storm, beautiful sun emerges. Yeah. Right. And inevitably, another storm comes. And guess what? You ride that one out too. Yeah. So I think love is a certain determination and persistence to go through the good times and the bad times with the someone or something uh, that you truly love. Mm. Okay. Welcome everybody to the Open Perspective. My name is David. I'm here with my co-host John. Hello. And we actually have two special guests today. Uh, we have Joey, Mr. Sticky Diljo. What's up? And we have Ken from Weekfest. Hello. <laughs> and uh, today we don't have them on here as guests to talk about themselves. I actually wanted to have uh, an episode about Kobe Bryant. Um, one thing that I like to do on this show is really talk about our feelings and understanding and stuff like that. And uh, I think the tragic passing of Kobe Bryant um, and everybody else that was on the helicopter has brought a lot of emotions out of a lot of different people. Um, and I think it's something that we can talk about. Um, I think that there's other people too that would probably be interested in listening, if not even talking about how they feel about it. So it seems like a pretty good topic. Um, and these guys are the perfect guys to have on here. I think um, not only for good conversation, but for fans of the sport as well as Kobe Bryant himself. So, yeah, it was yeah. crazy. Yeah, I think you have a pretty good group because uh, Ken is not an LA resident, or he is now, but he hasn't been around for much of the Kobe Bryant era in terms of being in LA during those times. Right. Uh, I myself, I can't say that I've always been a Laker fan either. You know, as long as I've been watching basketball, and uh, you're definitely a Lakers fan, and uh, and John's John's been around during the heydays of of when uh, George Mike and then we're playing. <laughs> 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 he was there. He was there when Will scored a hundred points. Yep. Yeah. Before Jerry West, Minneapolis. Oh I lived in LA during the whole Kobe heyday. That's when in the, in the very beginning, right? Ninety-seven. Yeah, ninety-seven. Yeah. One. Yeah, it's crazy because you. I mean, we literally watched like him come into the league and then become who he became. And sadly, now we get we he's gone now. You know, and we we got to see his whole life pretty much play out in front of us. Yeah, man. I think that's kind of the, the part that's crazy, you know? Mm -hmm. um, one of the reasons why I want to have this episode, and, and, you know, we've talked about this through text message and stuff, but it was just one of those things where I was like, man, why is this, like, getting to me so much? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, everyone always has, like, their favorite celebrity or their, you know, whether it be actor, rapper, uh athlete i mean i've had most of my favorite rappers pass away and i didn't really feel exactly the same way you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and for the most part i typically tell people like 
I'm I wasn't a Kobe fan. Like when he was playing, it was more just that he played for the team that I liked in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For me, I've, I was always a Shaq fan, even before he came to the Lakers. Yeah. So when he came to the Lakers, it was like a dream come true. And then mm-hmm. when he left, I kind of blamed that on Kobe. So it gave me more reason to kind of resent Kobe, you know? Kind of yeah. was Kobe's fault. Yeah, it definitely was on Kobe. <laughs> but I mean, you know, over the years, you can't help but, like, have love for him. Even I think, yeah, you just appreciate it over time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he just wanted to afford his own legacy, you know, and he was such a competitive guy that he didn't want to live out his whole career with people saying that he had to deal with Shaq. You know, he wanted to deal on his own, too, and he definitely did. Yeah. 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 How it happened is is kind of fucked up. And I mean, it's going to go down in sports history. But, you know, even Shaq can't be mad about it now. They they became friends again afterwards and they smoothed everything out. So, I mean, there's no there's no blame to be placed on anything anymore. Yeah. And that was kind of. No, I just, I just think that at that time, it was just like two, two very alpha type, you know, males um, in a very masculine environment. Right. And, you know, they, they just didn't know how to manage each other. And um, but in the end, they, they realized that they could have probably done more. Um, but you know, again, it's just evolution, right? So yeah. it's kind of like going back to you saying, you know, you didn't you didn't like Kobe per se, but as time passed on, you kind of grew to appreciate him because of what he did, right? right. Um, and I think they both kind of had that, you know, towards the end. Yeah, and my thing was as a fan, I'm like, I can't be mad at Kobe. Shaq's not mad at Kobe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If they can if they can have that understanding then how can you as a fan be mad at it and then once i got over that and as time went went on you start to see like the evolution of kobe and how he became right. that player that kind of took people under his wing you know what i mean and that yeah. really made me appreciate him because i was like look at this guy you know what i mean right he's not just you know, don't get me wrong. Everybody's always like, oh, Kobe's a ball hog. But at the same time, it's like he pushed the team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He he pushed players. He changed the way that they saw themselves, you know. And then there's everything off the court, which is other stuff that I, I want to get into as well. But it's just like you can't help but grow an appreciation for him. And it seems to me that everyone in L.A., I mean, everyone in the world, but for sure here, L.A., it's it's crazy to see the state that people are in and, and the shock and how how many grown men are, like, so hurt over this, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he, like, people see him as a ball hog, but you can kind of look at it in a different way and think he just basically wanted to put all the responsibilities on his back because he cared about the team that much. Yeah. Now, you know, with, you know, we talked about this privately where I said, you know, we all knew growing up, we all knew Jordan was great. We all knew that. Like that that was a given. Like you you watched him, you saw him, he was great. But it took at least for our generation, for a guy like Kobe to teach us how he became great and why he was great and appreciate, you know, his greatness and his work ethics and 
he basically put the whole team on his back and basically put the city on for the last 20 years mm-hmm. he was and in I LA think, no? yeah he was exactly he was he was LA place. like everybody grew up with him whether you're younger you're older he was a part of your life you know mm-hmm. you, yeah. you, don't, you don't say you really don't say basketball without thinking about Kobe you say the yeah. word Kobe there's only one thing that comes to mind and it's him right and he's so iconic that you know, he, he basically, without even you noticing, became an integral part of your life, especially if you live in L.A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the, the funny thing for me is one of the reasons why I didn't like Kobe in the beginning is because he said he was going to be the next Jordan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember back then going, man, who is this cocky guy, you know? Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah, now it's a lot like, of confidence. yeah. And then now it's like, how could you ever mention Jordan without mentioning Kobe? Yeah. The, the thing with him is that he, he was beyond a narcissist. He was, his, his ego was so far off the charts, but he had the skill and the, and the determination to back it up. You know, a lot of people can say a lot of things like, you know, I work hard for this and, you know, I'm good at that. But he really showed you that, that, hey, I'm not just here to tell you that I'm good. I'm going to really back it up and show you that I am. And I think a lot of people appreciate him in that aspect, too. They don't really look at him like as a cocky person. Yeah. But, you know, as someone that really went for it. I think even in that way, he was like Jordan, because Jordan was the same. Oh way. Yeah. yeah, highly competitive. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah I, like yeah, I mean, sure. anything. Yeah, anything they would play, and he would. It was it was all competitiveness. So it's it's funny now looking back on it. It's like you could say that Jordan was cocky. I don't mm-hmm. know that you would oh, yeah. really say that Kobe was cocky because. Kobe literally was just very confident. There's a difference in the two, mm-hmm. and I think that. Kobe's confidence has always been in his work ethic, knowing that right. he has that work ethic, that he's that's why there's the confidence versus confidence with just just because. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean he worked harder than everybody else too, so I think he he felt that he had every right to be, you know, cocky, I guess you can say, or confident because, you know, he knew that he worked harder than everybody else and he knew that he wanted it more than everybody else. Yeah. Right. And, you know, as as LA fans, you can't help but love the fact that the dude was here the entire time. You know what I mean? Yeah, he never left. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he, he almost left, but he then almost left. He didn't. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because uh, he actually did, like, so he was actually going to go to Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he he yeah he literally went there, did like a house shopping, look for schools, but at the end he just couldn't leave because you know it's the lakers it's it's the team that he grew up with mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. from that aspect he has this huge loyalty to this team and to this city and yeah. you, know, you gotta respect him for that too mm-hmm. i mean in, in, in terms of like a human aspect he was kind of like like how we were you know where we were not necessarily like for me in, for example, like I'm not necessarily from Los Angeles. I wasn't born here or anything, you know. Right. But I definitely like spent uh, most of my later years here, and I can call myself like a Los Angeles resident. And uh, you know, like, and same with Kobe. You know, he he wasn't born here, but when he came here, he stayed and he became Los Angeles. You know, and he became a part of the culture. And and, and I mean, now he's he's probably as much of a, a part of the culture as anyone else. 
Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of the cool part is that, you know, you're not born here, but you come here and then this becomes your your life. This is your home. You know, there's yeah. it's almost a good thing that he did think about leaving because it shows you how much he really wanted to stay. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? If there was yeah. never a, a possibility of leaving, then it's just like, well, yeah, you were always here. But the possibility of leaving and realizing, no, I don't want to go. Mm -hmm. means even more you know what I mean I think it has to do a lot with just challenging himself um, yeah you know for the most part they've had successful runs you know throughout his career with the Lakers and there's probably a time where he wanted just to kind of stand out I, I believe that was a time where was was Shaq was still was he still around is that why he yeah is that why he wanted to get traded it was yeah. before the Pau Gasol came yeah. Mm. So, I mean, either way, I feel like it was just looking for a new challenge. Mm. And for a guy that had everything, you know, in, in his palms, to look for something new because he wanted a challenge. Yeah. No, that, that speaks volumes, too, because it's like, hey, a lot, a lot of us would, might even say, hey, I've already made a lot of money, done, done work this job for, what, 10 years? And I don't need to do anything else. But the right. fact that he stayed and then he stayed for twenty years when he didn't really have to, kind of kind of tells you how much he loves the game mm -hmm. and right. looks at it not really as a, a job, but you know, as a, a passion. Yeah, I think it's difficult for people that don't live in LA to grasp just how difficult it is that he's you know for us. Oh yeah, he passed you know just because. He, he was he was LA. He was our superhero. You know, I know I know yeah. you mentioned in the group text yesterday that this kind of feels like our generation of, of Bruce Lee passing away, mm -hmm. and like it, it's way bigger than that. You know, because mm -hmm. yeah, Kobe is Los Angeles. He's LA's superhero. He's the closest thing to a superhero that we've ever seen. You know, yeah, and I we mean, got to see his whole life play out that way. Like for me, like I'm not originally from LA, but you know, me playing basketball on a regular basis and following basketball and i've seen and read a lot of the the details that he has explained and, and just mm. know like the type of work ethic that's involved with preparation of the game and stuff mm -hmm. and that translated to more than just you know basketball technicality mm. you know everything that about him and the details that that he has the respect that he has for the game that translates into you know everyday life and mm -hmm. so for me like 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 you david i fucking hated the lakers <laughs> when i was growing up but again as you grow you learn to appreciate man this person is really doing something really different and special mm -hmm. and that's how i ended up liking kobe so when i heard the news it was like, like I told you guys, it was like hearing a mentor pass away, a, a person yeah. that I've never met. And, you know, like, like you, David, like I've heard, I've, I, you know, I heard of celebrities passing, but it never gets to me because they're just this figure that you see, right? Like they're, they're not really, they don't, don't draw any impact in your life. Right. But when you hear something like Kobe, who's in a way, kind of kind of put his imprint on your identity that's when you realize man like you, you just lost somebody that you feel like you've known all your life 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that's and that, very different. That's like, you know, I, I I reached out to you guys, I texted you guys, and I was just like, dude, I'm tripping because it's, you know, I understand the different stages of grieving, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was, like, kind of noticing just my whole mood throughout the day and the thoughts I was having and, like, you know, how I was going through my day. And I was just like, damn, I'm tripping out. Like, I know that I'm going through different stages of grieving right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely hard, man. You know, and I was just like, how how am I? Why is this happening? You know, I don't know this person. You know what I mean? So it was just a trip. And then there's people that I know that don't really show any emotion at all. You know, mm-hmm. you know, how there's those people that seem like they don't give a shit about anything. Yeah. yeah. And even those people are like devastated, you know, yeah. and it's just like, OK, you have this person who never really shows like they, they care about much. And yet mm-hmm. they're just like, I, you know, I can't believe this, you know? Yeah. And, uh, the response and everyone grieving like online and stuff is crazy i just can't stop looking at it just because you, it's it's crazy to see how many people he really affected you know i know right it's like one of those things where you're just like man i like i feel like i'm just like i don't want to read this stuff anymore because it's yeah. just like god like this is this still happened you know yeah and then it's just uh you, you but yeah you you want to like like lebron commented today you know he finally said something yeah and i, and tough, I feel like yeah. it's one of those things where everyone's like waiting for lebron to say something you know mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. And, and i'm it, sure he knows it too. if you think about it, he's the only one carrying the torch now you know like yeah so we passed it to him like right before he passed and like now it's it's funny because so many people hate on lebron and stuff and i was like if you really think about it like just think about what you're seeing in front of you right now you know like yeah. when, like when I was growing up, like I always like like I was thinking I was like man someday when we get old we're gonna see all our all our like all the people that we watch you know we're gonna see him go like one day we're gonna see Jordan pass away you know and mm-hmm. then one day you're gonna see like your favorite celebrity pass away just I mean just because it comes with old age and it's just crazy to think that man out of nowhere like they can just be gone like how Kobe went you know and you, yeah. and you never think about that kind of stuff and now he's gone like you're ne- he's never gonna be around again and like yeah. if it doesn't make you appreciate more the people that are around and appreciate the LeBron Jameses of the world then I mean I don't know what else will I mean LeBron it'll come with time for those that still want to hate on him you know what I mean it's the same <laughs> thing like Kobe and I know that now yeah. I, I mean they're it, gonna hit on him more now because it's like you know he's, he's not he's never gonna be as good as Kobe in, in people's eyes now you know because Kobe he's like he transcends life now you know yeah, yeah. I, think, I think what trips me out too was that you know you, you look at a guy like Kobe he is obviously an athlete so you tend to think, man, these guys are like superhumans, mm-hmm. and they don't yeah. tend to, you know, die so soon. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so, for me too, like I'm thinking, man, like I keep thinking, man, is he really gone? Because you, you're just not accustomed to iconic figures like him dying so young. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because we have this image of of an athlete as someone that usually has longevity Mm -hmm. um because of their health and stuff like that so but yeah i mean even today like today i felt like like i realized that i really do live in the greater parts of la um just seeing like all the outpours 
honestly, um, like even even at the gym because um, I play in like a league in the afternoons, and I mean, people were either wearing Kobe jerseys or they were wearing Kobe shoes. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, it, yeah. and it's a whole gym. That's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah everybody cool. was like, this, these precious things that I choose not to wear too often, Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. going to wear it now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I almost just, wanted to go down to Staples that. just to see it, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it it's crazy. funny. I was talking to my friends. I'm like, why do people go to Staples Center? Like, that didn't really make sense to me. And then now I'm kind of like, now that everything is there and all these people are, you know, showing yeah. how much they cared about him it's almost like you want to witness that i mean staples know? is the house that kobe built man you know yeah technically yeah. is yeah mm-hmm. you can yeah. also go to um the newport ridge community center mm-hmm. which is uh, the neighborhood that he lives in newport beach um mm. i guess there was like a, a vigil there too yeah one of my uh one of my buddies actually was in that area and i was yeah. like damn yeah that's deep in newport though like yeah. so far away from the freeway Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the the part that really, I mean, and you guys know this because you know how I am, but the thing that really, really got to me was when, you know, I sent it. I, I remember messaging you guys like, yo, I don't know if this is real or what, you know, <laughs> and said that Kobe had passed in the helicopter. Yeah, we all thought it was a hoax. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, it, it, said, an it said that for one of the first things after that, right? I, I want to say it said that Vanessa was not in the helicopter. So we're like, damn, okay. Well, you know, at least his family is clear. And then you hear that, you know, and, and it's weird. When I heard that Vanessa was not in the helicopter, I was like, that doesn't say anything about any of his kids. Yeah. His right. wife didn't necessarily have to be with him wherever he was traveling. Mm-hmm. And then, sure enough, it said that you know his daughter was with him, and that shit just crushed me, dude. Like, yeah, that was like, uh, you know, me having two daughters of my own. I think any parent, any human being, really, for that matter, is gonna feel a certain way. But you know, obviously, I'm just like extra sensitive to that stuff, mm-hmm. and and that just killed me. And then when we were talking about it, and then you know justin i think it was the one that was saying that he's been following like what she's up to and it just like her showing her passion for basketball just like her dad and that's just like i don't know man it's a lot that was the part for me that was just a lot to process you know what i'm saying yeah Yeah. she's second born second born always follows the dad Mm -hmm. so i mean i think like i was thinking about it too because I didn't hear about the news because I was super jet lagged from Japan still. <laughs> yeah. And then my girlfriend called me because she was out and she's like, Kobe just died. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> right? Like, I was like super confused. Yeah, I think that's everybody's reaction. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So obviously, like, I settled down. I, I, you know, watched the news and found it was really true. Then I started to think, man, just the simplest thing of making to a place safely or returning home safely is one of the most precious things in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because, yeah. you know, we're always, you know, whether you're with your family members or not, we're always constantly traveling somewhere or, or apart. Um, but we don't really look at how precious life can be. Like you, you just never know, you know, like, you know, there's, there could be so many variables and we tend to forget that, man, 
you know, just making it home safe is, is a very valuable thing. And it's a very precious thing that some people don't live to see mm-hmm. in their yeah. lives. Yeah. yeah. And that helicopter ride was almost daily for them. Had to be. Yes. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was just like us getting into a car every day. Right. The, yeah. the part that that is really hard for me to understand. So, like, my buddy was the one that, that told me that Kobe passed away, right? He calls me and he's like, hey, um, I got something to tell you. Like, make sure you're sitting down. And I'm like, what the hell is, what is, what's going on, you know? And then I'm like, okay, what's up? He's like, dude, Kobe Bryant just died in a helicopter accident. And I was like, you're tripping, bro. And he's <laughs> like, no, I'm sending you the link right now. And it was, of course, TMZ. And I'm like, nah, dude, like, this shit ain't real. And he's like, it's TMZ. They haven't failed yet, you know? <laughs> That's true. And I'm just like, and he's a huge Kobe fan. Like, he's not like me where he's just a Laker fan. He's a Laker fan, and he's always been a Kobe fan, you know? Yeah. So, that, you know, he's just, like, super bummed out. And then I'm just, he's like, I'm going to call you back. I was like, all right. And so then, I, you know, I'm thinking, there's no way Kobe died. It hasn't come up in the group chat yet. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So that's when I messaged you guys, like, yo, what the hell is this all about? And then I like, I think it was like an hour later after I had already talked to my buddy a few times, I messaged him just like, yo, what the fuck? You got to be kidding me. And he's like, what happened now? And I'm like, no, just this. Like, I still can't believe it's a helicopter ride. You know what I mean? Like, but the part that I'm, what I'm getting at is when he first called me, I was actually sitting on my front porch. Or I was doing something in my car, and when he said sit down, I sat down on my front porch. I looked up at the sky. It was foggy, you know? And in my head, I was like, first he said Kobe Bryant died, right? So I was like, Kobe Bryant died. I was like thinking in my head, was he in a helicopter? And then sure enough, he said in a helicopter crash. And I looked, and I'm like, why would anyone be flying a helicopter right now? It's foggy as shit. Mm -hmm. Just fly above it. But my thing is, I don't know anything about helicopters i don't know anything about being a pilot it just seems obvious that if it's foggy you shouldn't be riding around in a helicopter right (laughs) i thought about that too well they played out the audio today they were listening to some of the audio because you can listen to the audio already and uh it showed that the pilot was they had already kind of delayed his flight path because they wanted to make sure that there was no other things in the sky because it was kind of foggy right and then uh yeah and then they decided to, to go and then like uh it was like moments before the crash he was calling air traffic control and they were talking he was talking about how he was he was going to go higher and then air traffic control was telling that you're still not getting high enough for us to see you on the radar so like they couldn't Mm -hmm. even see him yeah he was flying at 1400 feet versus 2500 and he kept saying Mm -hmm. i'm at 1400 feet yeah why the fuck are you at 1400 feet when they've told you four three four times already to be at 2500 yeah i mean we don't know anything about it so i mean we we can't really explain it but yeah he was definitely at a climb and then he came crashing down very fast maybe from what i saw there was like a uh, a flight tracker of uh, of his flight and you can see that i believe when he was passing um i think it was like passing burbank or something mm-hmm. you can see the helicopter circling around like he was lost yeah he was and circling around near uh they said like dodger stadium la zoo yeah. area yeah because yeah. they're supposed to fly along the the freeway path they were supposed yeah, to be yeah. along the five yeah so he got all the way to calabasas right and then that's when they crashed so you can probably 
take a guess and say they probably just crash into terrain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was on a hillside. Yeah. Just because he would, yeah. So, I mean, no matter what, it was, it was all kind of a fluke accident, and you just don't expect that kind of stuff. But that's just like getting into your car for us every day, and then all of a sudden, you know, like mm-hmm. somebody hits us or something, you know? No, I mean, just like just going back to what David said, like the words Kobe Bryant died. Those yeah. words don't make any sense at all. They still don't make sense. No. Yeah. You know, really... God. No, no. Like I was just saying, like you know, if it was somebody older, that you can kind of tell, like, okay, you know, they've had their time in in, in this life, then yeah, right. you accept it. But Kobe Bryant died. Yeah. Like that. That makes no sense. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Usually, like... Sunday, mm-hmm. you guys are quiet. I think the only person I talk to on Sunday is Joey, but Chargers mm. suck, so I don't really. Text yeah, them and Philip Rivers is officially gone now. <laughs> Sad too. But like, the, I mean, I'm sitting at church and I my phone just starts going off, and I'm like, what? Why? Why are they texting? So- I'll see you guys on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the idea. <laughs> and then um, I looked and I see the first thing I look. I didn't see David's text. I just saw the photo of the screenshot, and I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, man. Like, I don't know. Even right now, it just still doesn't really feel real. You know, you would think that someone like Kobe Bryant, every single thing in his life is like addressed. You know, mm-hmm. even even something as simple as his transportation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just it, it's hard to believe. Like, it, if there's gonna be a helicopter that crashes, it's not gonna be Kobe Bryant's. Yeah, you know I mean. What I mean? That guy prepares for everything. Right. So yeah. well, even in Lamar Odom's post today, he was just like, you know what? When I heard it was a helicopter, I was like, if anybody, it was going to be Kobe that was going to survive that shit. Like he would have got yeah. it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just so unbelievable for everybody. I mean, yeah. I don't want I mean, and, and that's the thing. Like, I, I, I mean, I say this, but like even a guy like Lamar Odom right for example mm-hmm. yeah. who's had drug problems who who's had ups and downs and he basically you know survived a near death experience yeah, he man. survived right yeah, so man. it's kind of like man you, you expect like Kobe somebody that's to us almost like this untouchable human being would survive well, yeah, that's like uh, I've I heard it from a bunch of different people, but it basically along the lines of you would like you would not think that Lamar Odom would be talking about Kobe's passing. Yeah, seriously, you mm-hmm. would think that Kobe would be talking about Lamar Odom's passing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it's just you know, I mean, it is what it is. It, one of my things is that I've always been someone who feels that when it's your time it's your time mm-hmm. this still does not fall oh, along yeah. those lines you know I what thought, i'm saying I, like i totally thought about that too like you know a, a lot of time like you said people would say you know when it's your time it's your time or you have a, a higher purpose let's just say right but to me it's like yo kobe Bryant's 41 years old he's done yeah. nothing but mostly right in his life like why why is it his time right now yeah he yeah. was just starting on his second stage of his life where he was he was yeah, already so. killing it you know and nobody thought that he would have a life after basketball just of, because of how competitive he was and how much he loved the game of basketball mm-hmm. nobody expected him to be able to be such a you know successful and influential 
person after basketball and he was definitely on his path you know just inspiring people and stuff so yeah i don't know if you're talking about a purpose like i felt like he hadn't fulfilled it yet but who knows you know it's not Mm -hmm. for us to explain right right and that's the part that you know obviously tests your it's like it's like uh uh steph said today um you know definitely testing our faith you know what i mean yeah i'm sure even he's sitting here going like why like Mm -hmm. why the fuck is this happening you know so yeah he was at mass before he went him and him and uh his girl they went to mass before and that's where they went straight to the helicopter like i said that's a daily occurrence Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. she went to school. I saw the photo of like uh, the kids that were waiting at the for them to come to, to play oh, the game. Oh man, it's gut wrenching, man! Just seeing all those kids just sitting around waiting for them to come, and they just never showed up. Oh, fuck, because you know um, there was a thing too where Ice Cube had heard about the crash, mm-hmm. and he actually texted Kobe, hoping that he would text him back. Oh man, that's worse. Yeah. But then again, I think if that happened for any of us, I think we'd all text each other at that yeah. point. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't blame there, you there, for that. There's a lot of like, and that's the thing too. It's not just that Kobe's past. It's that the the whole incident was so tragic that more and more comes out and it's just heartbreaking no matter what, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, as soon as I found out that there was like other there was other children on this helicopter and parents right yeah and so i started to think about it do you know that there's two children that lost both their parents and their sister yeah Mm -hmm. yeah like like you're sitting here and you're just like yeah my my older sibling and my parents both passed away yeah it's tough i I I don't know what to do i don't know like i feel like i think when we hear about passings like this we tend to remind ourselves that life's precious so hold on to the people that are close to you right um and kind of you know everybody says this like live your life to the fullest every day Mm -hmm. um but I i feel like everybody's fault is forgetting about that after yeah. a week or two well for right. life yeah you just kind of yeah about your schedule yeah. <laughs> right so it's kind of like you know really try to use this example you know somebody losing a wife a husband a daughter a sister um and really using this as a catalyst for ourselves to to really live, live life and put our best efforts forward and appreciate those that are really important to you oh, and yeah. not forget about that mm-hmm. i mean there's plenty of living examples too you know you don't just, yeah you don't have to just look at a, a passing to remind you of that you know they're just people just you need to, i mean this is what kobe would have wanted right for everybody to get off their asses and actually strive to be better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was yeah. his own mentality mm-hmm I mean, I felt a similar type of sadness when Anthony Bourdain passed away, but it's just like, man, this hits so much closer to home, you know, because, you know, Anthony Bourdain had his, his issues and he had his problems. Mm-hmm. And I'm granted, he also lived a much longer life. And, you know, he, I guess you can say that he chose his own end, but it's just like, man, this just, just like hits so much closer. It just felt like you were, lo- like you legit lost a friend, you know? 
That, that's a good one. Anthony Bourdain was one that hit hard, kind of. Yeah, uh, I mean, that hit me hard because I you know I always kind of looked looked up to him and like looked at the things that he did and his the stuff that he said and like you know you're trying to follow that model of living your life, you know. Yeah, and, man. When he when he took his own life, that shit was it was bad, man. Like it, was, it hurt a lot, you know. But yeah, this See, one I guess just because he was so ingrained in our lives every single day, whereas Bourdain wasn't, you know. I think mm-hmm. that's why it hit so much closer that's the difference yeah bourdain really hit like it hurt but it was like someone you don't know you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying where this one felt like it was someone you knew you know mm-hmm. yeah we watched him play every day you know like we who live in los angeles we have access to every single laker game you know right, and like yeah. even, even me being not so much a lakers fan for most of my life like i still watched every game just because i enjoy basketball and i enjoy watching kobe play and and i mean we got to see him almost every day so you know it's like seeing a friend every day yeah, I mean, for me, it's it's like your connection with Bourdain, where like, you know, I've with Kobe, like I lived those practices, and I, mm-hmm. I live for those words. Like, whenever I felt lazy about something, or whenever I felt like, you know, good is just good enough, I, I literally think about what Kobe says and all the things that he does, and I literally try to mirror you know my work ethic towards you know a little bit of what he does mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> when when i heard that you know he was gone uh, you know you're right like it's like losing a friend and it, it's it's almost like losing a little bit of your identity yeah you yeah. lost piece of yourself right yeah 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 yep speaking of ice cube i heard um uh, he he like called in a power 106 or something like that and he was saying very few people have heroes that are younger than them mm-hmm. and he said kobe was one of my heroes yeah and that shit was just like damn man to think yeah. about that this is ice cube you know what i'm saying like this dude's yeah man been you know <laughs> la since the beginning of his life like right he's accomplished so much you know obviously a huge basketball fan but there's so many things that he looked up to in kobe who's younger than him you know it's just wild yeah it's the only basketball jersey i own kobe yeah an eight and a 24 yeah yeah you own both of them mm-hmm Oh yeah, you're a Laker fan. That's why. Uh, I wasn't really a Laker fan. I was gonna say, are you really a Laker fan? I was more Kobe. You know, I always follow. You know, Filipinos Lakers. like yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do have a Laker Filipino hat. That's kind of odd. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you gotta you gotta hang out at the at the family parties without getting chastised for who you like. You know, so you had hey, to be dude, a fake Laker. Laker Lakers have <laughs> Lakers have Filipino heritage night. <laughs> yeah, I know because they know how to make money off you guys. Because that's the only time you guys will spend money. It's like it's just wild. I just you know I I, I couldn't really get into a, a team per se with basketball because growing up in San Diego we didn't have. We didn't have a mm-hmm. team. Like, yeah, same way. I just enjoyed specific just, teams and players, like just, during like you know the groupings of teams. I guess you can say not like a lifelong supporter of any particular team. Right. And at the same time, too, I rooted for a, a football team that was kind of terrible, so I didn't want to yeah. have heartbreak all year. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have a whole lot of options in San Diego, like the Bay Area sports fans, where they win a championship every other year. No matter what sport it is. 
Uh, whatever. We were good for like. Man, Bay Area's got like two or three teams in every sport. Yeah, that's such bullshit. You guys are so spoiled. Hey, sports, man. hey, don't say you guys. Don't say you guys. Oh yeah, you're I, a Memphis Grizzly fan. They're never gonna win one either. I, so. I, I do not. I do not <laughs> condone the Golden State Warriors <laughs> and Kevin Durant. I'm gonna make See, that very clear right now. And, and that's the thing. And that I I had a Kobe jersey. The eight. And then I bought the 24 when he changed. It's because mm-hmm. I, I Kobe fan. Like you know, I was a fan of Kobe. It wasn't about the Lakers. If he went to Chicago, I would have followed him. Bought a Chicago Kobe jersey. After Kobe started to fall down, you know, fall off a little bit. The only other player I started watching was Kevin Durant. Oh no! And then, you know what though? Gross, I actually, John. I actually like. I, I know. I actually you like that though. When yeah. you follow a player, I don't. I don't think that's that's horrible. No, no. I mean, I followed LeBron James his entire career, and I'm a. I can say that I'm a lifelong LeBron James fan, so that's why I'm forced right. to be a Laker fan now. But I mean, I totally right. get it. It's just weird how you just completely skipped over LeBron and jumped to KD. <laughs> you know, LeBron. You know what it was? I think it's because uh, KD was Western Conference. Um, and I wanted to pick a team wait, in West Conference. OKC KD? Yeah, that's yeah. a different KD. I like that yeah. KD. It was, yeah. it, was, it was Seattle KD. Cause oh, when, okay, Seattle KD. When KD first hit, he was like a kid that was like eager. Yeah, hum- was, humble KD. Yeah, yeah like thanking his mom and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, he was leaving backpacks for uh, for mm-hmm. other kids to find at playgrounds with like yeah. shoes in it. And like he was doing yeah. stuff that was I was like impressed with. I mean, obviously he came to Golden State and changed everything. Yeah, but he became an asshole. But... <laughs> I mean, it's like when you write when you're in your high school yearbook. You know, when you write to your friend, "Don't ever change." Yeah. Katie changed. <laughs> <laughs> he changed that summer. <laughs> However, yeah. So that's the only those are the only jerseys I own. I, I no, I I I I get it. Like you, you basically believe in that person, yeah, and yeah. you know you follow him. Whatever he does, you support him. Um, yeah. and and that's kind of like. More, more or less you're doing the same for a friend yeah. and so, so you know no matter where he goes you know he, you've got his back so yeah it's definitely not like just you know jumping off a ship and hopping on another one um no no so no. he's like I your can't... friend that you don't talk to every day but you still <laughs> fuck with him you still support him in whatever he does right yeah like, you, know, like, you know what i think the difference is with uh, Kobe, though, mm-hmm. it, you actually are the one that said this. I'm pretty sure Ken is that he was just very like a normal human being. Oh yes, I saw a story today and I was like, dude, that's it's wild. It was like I think she, I think they said she was like an 85 year old lady, mm-hmm. and she went to that um, memorial that you were talking about in Newport. Mm-hmm. And I guess she's the grandmother of a student who goes to the same school as one of his daughters. Mm-hmm. And um, she said that she was she was wearing purple at the memorial. And she said that she was a huge fan of Kobe. And the reason why was because she was sitting down by herself one day. And he came and sat down next to her and just said, I really like your accent. And just started talking to him or talking mm-hmm. to her. And then she said that you know here he was this huge tall man who was you know obviously someone important in this world and she was just a normal little old lady and he sat down to have a conversation with her he she, you know he initiated the conversation and you know continued to when they would see each other afterwards 
So she said the thing that she always loved about him was that he was just a normal, humble person who was willing to sit down and talk to an old lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the thing is, just like everyone that you hear about that knew him not as Kobe Bryant, the basketball player, but like the the guy whose child comes to this high school or the guy that shops at my grocery store or the guy that lives around the corner, like would always talk about how nice of a person he was and how he would always talk so much to people. Yeah. And there was another interview that I was listening to today and he's talking about his kids and, you know, life and all this stuff. And I'm thinking he was like on a red carpet and I'm thinking he's talking about his kids the same way that I would talk about my kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not that not that he doesn't care about his kids in the same way, but the fact that he is so willing to just share his emotion with these people who are interviewing him on the red carpet. Mm-hmm. Whereas most people are like, let me get through your questions, answer them as short as possible, and keep it moving. He literally was sitting there like having a full-blown conversation they weren't asking questions they were just having conversation you know what i mean yeah and i mean there's the, a video today where he was just like there was a car accident down the street oh, from yeah. his house or whatever and he like went that. to go like hang out with everybody while the police came <laughs> really uh, he was directing yeah. traffic too yeah i think this all came like after basketball though or like towards the second half of his career in basketball uh-huh. because uh, i mean he definitely i don't i don't feel like he maybe he was that much of a he was that grounded yet until he realized right. that maybe his career was coming to a close because uh-huh. I was watching a, an interview with Tracy McGrady today, and they were like super close. And Tracy McGrady was talking about how when they were young, like he asked Kobe what he wanted to do with his life, and then he was just like, "Honestly, I want to die young." He's like, "I want to die young and be immortalized." You know, he he wanted to be the legendary guy. You know, but I think that after he had kids and stuff, he realized that his life couldn't be like that, and he had a he had a bigger purpose in life. You know, which is cool because you you know you get to see a person's transition and growth, which is really really cool. Man nothing but growth from that guy that's what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. you know he started out as this guy that you're like i don't even like this dude and then he became this person that you couldn't help but to like yeah you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and it's always good to see progression in people and in in any way you know you you know people that when they were young they're like an idiot or a knucklehead or whatever Mm -hmm. and then they grow up to be this great person and it's like you can't help but be happy for that growth you know yeah for sure and That's it's like the process, you know. Yeah, it's it's like I always tell people I love seeing the growth in someone when they become a parent. You know, mm-hmm. it's a uh, it, it's something that's going to change you no matter what, and it's it's kind of cool to to witness. You know. Yeah. It's but. always cool to see. I mean, you've seen you seem to just have been angry over persons since you had kids. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am. Oh, I am. Yeah. But we definitely see the fatherly side of you, and like we enjoy seeing your kids doing jujitsu and stuff. It's all very interesting. <laughs> you know? Instead of you posting random music and stuff that you like listening to, you know, now you're like showing your kids and stuff, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I'm like, dude, I post my kids at every single practice. I'm sure people are like, all right, we get it. Your kids mm-hmm. do jujitsu. You know? Yeah, it's like you're at a music festival showing the entire song and all the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It. I'm like, I'm always like, you know what? People can just swipe because. I want to be able to go back and look at this 
mm-hmm. you know, oh, however man. long now or save it. But no, a lot of people always have something to say about it. So I'm like, All right, yeah. whatever. I was seeing Brooklyn's, you know, her her like uh, her her wrestling game, and like there was plenty of opportunities for her to slide in a rear naked choke, but she didn't, you know, and that shows good control. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's definitely scared of hurting people. Yeah, because a little boy that she was playing with was like twice as like half her size, and she definitely could have choked him out. That dude's very technical, though, that little guy. Yeah. Yeah, before they actually were like, all right, free game, the clock starts now, he knew every single move that he needed to know. Are you shouting instructions at her, or are you just watching? Oh, Jackie already yelled at me. I guess we're not. I didn't see in the (laughs) paper that we signed that you're not allowed to talk to your child. You can't coach them? No. You'd be like, no. We're making a joke. It's there. No, so I'm just like I said something. She was like, "You can't do that." I'm like, "What?" She's nope. like, "You cannot do that. You need to be quiet." And I said something again. She's like, "All right, now you need to wait outside." Oh. I'm like, "What?" She goes, "I don't want to be those parents. No one else is shouting at their kid." Yeah, you're just like Brooklyn. The Oma Plata was right there. You didn't take it. <laughs> guillotine, guillotine, right now. Oh man. Yeah, but, I mean that's the thing, you know. Like you, you want to see. I mean, that's watching Kobe grow up from when he was seventeen and entered the league until, you know, he's forty-one. And now he's gone. And like we literally watched him grow into a man, like right in front of us. We just happened to watch him play basketball at the same time. Because you know? he was on the news before he even got into the league. They're already watching him, like they were watching, you know, because yeah. in high school. I, I remember think the only that. person that got as much coverage as was LeBron, and he came after. You know, where they were like showing his high school games and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and this was this was him getting coverage before social media. Mm-hmm. Well, before yeah, he went to prom with Brandy. Come on, yeah, everybody knew about it. Dude, it like, he has a song with Brian McKnight. Yeah, he does. Get that? He does, man. He won an Oscar. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was one of the basketball rappers who actually sounded like he could rap. Yeah, I don't know. He was a regular guest at Moesha. Yeah. Damn, you still know Damian Lillard in a rapper form? Yeah. Oh well, yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, he he accomplished so much. I mean, you can say that forty-one is such a, a young age to go, but I mean, he, I mean, look how much he accomplished in those forty-one yeah. years, and none of us will even accomplish like a quarter of that. You know, yeah. like, that was like, I, like I mean, to be straight though, if it wasn't for the fact that he has all these daughters to raise, mm-hmm. I, I I think it would be a little bit easier to accept. Yeah. I'm saying, mm. yeah, just leaving a wife and kids behind is rough, man. Yeah. And a newborn, you know, and then everyone, everyone will say, oh, you know, they got all the money they need, they'll be fine. Nah, it, it, mm-hmm. Everything's it's not, about, not about money, especially mm-hmm. when you're talking about a house full of women. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, as a parent, you never want to see your kids go before you either, you know. And his parents have no. to live to see that too, and that's fucking rough. Yeah, yeah no, that's the nothing worst. can nothing can replace the moments of silence. Of you not being able to talk to that person for the rest of your life, right. you yeah, not getting an answer to why or how it happened mm-hmm. from that person, right? Yeah. So, uh, no money can pay for that. No, right, yeah. right. There's going to be a void forever. Yeah, there, there was a. Um, I'll send it to you guys. I think I saved it. I don't know who wrote it, but it was talking about how we were supposed to see him turn old and gray on the sidelines at the you know at the laker stadium like, like bill mm-hmm. russell exactly mm-hmm. 
you know like that's what we wanted to see we were supposed to see him entered into the hall of fame and you know all those things so as as a fan there's a lot more that yeah i understand he's accomplished a lot at 41 but as a fan you feel like there's a lot more that you still want to see you know Mm -hmm. yeah and he's going to be a part of one of the best hall of fame classes ever too with tim duncan and i think kevin garnett too yeah kevin garnett yeah i mean that's crazy that would have been a crazy one yeah that sucks yeah. It's gonna be even crazier now. Mm-hmm. That's true. What year is that? Do you guys remember, or do you know what year it's gonna be? That's the next coming class, I think. No, uh, so so they basically they basically put in their ballots on Wednesday, this Wednesday. Yeah, but Kobe's so, sure anyways. Yeah, he was a for sure no matter what. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, well, that's coming up. How do you guys feel about? Um, it's funny because I thought about this, and then now there's a petition for it. How do you feel about, yeah, if they actually were to change the logo? I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't be against it. You know, I think it's time for a change anyways. They've had that logo forever. Right. I'm, I'm for and against. I think because, like, it's... Obviously, Kobe Kobe is has touched a lot of people's lives. Mm-hmm. And I know how monumental this has all become, um, even for me personally. But I feel like there's sometimes... You, 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 you gotta let the dust settle a little bit. Yeah, it's an emotional maybe, reaction right yeah, now. Yeah, the emotion come out, yeah. Right, right. So, you know, be, before we start to make any decisions, because, you know, a lot a lot of players were saying, too, like, maybe we should all, all teams should retire 8-24, which, yeah, out of respect, I totally agree, but at the yeah, same like time, like, yeah, let's, let's, you know, let's uh, have everything settled down first and then really think about it. I don't. Yeah. I don't agree with that. What changing the logo? No, uh, retiring his number on every team. Yeah. How many people? How many players do you know of that wear the number twenty three and they obviously wear it because they were a diehard Jordan fan? Right. Yeah. 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 So you're gonna take the the chance take that legacy. All right, the yeah. yeah of all these kids mm-hmm. that have yet to come, who mm-hmm. who are right now at home. You know, say. 14 15 years old at home right now devastated and just like when my time comes i'm gonna wear that 24 proudly i'm gonna wear that eight proudly right. you know what i mean yeah. sense. just imagine like lebron not being able to wear 23 you know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but i mean changing yeah. the logo thing like i mean I'd, I'd be okay with it and like who would be a better choice than to be you know jerry west is the logo now and jerry west yeah. is the one that drafted kobe or he's the one that got kobe you know mm-hmm. in that draft date trade so yeah it makes sense it's a cool logo too the one that i saw mocked up you know the jumper yeah the jumper yeah, yeah. those fade away yeah it wouldn't be horrible i mean i just yeah it's one of those things where you're like do you want to change from the original, and then that opens the door for potentially changing in another? Yeah, they're gonna change it all the time after that, you know. Yeah, yeah. it starts to become a habit. Yeah, right? and you yeah. you don't want something that iconic to become something that's so yeah easily changed. Yeah, copied yeah. too, you know. Yeah. 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 I don't know. That's a tough one. That is a tough one because you know you you want to see kobe immortalized somewhere somehow for every nba team but yeah mm-hmm. i mean i think people are paying tribute the right way all the teams and stuff for all the games that are happening right now even though you can tell yeah. that the players don't even want to play like Kyrie no. fucking played tonight he, he like sat out or he sat out yesterday 
James yeah. James yeah. Harden and Chris Paul didn't play today either. Yeah, Chris Paul sat yeah. out also, and just like I mean, it hits too close to home, and nobody cares about basketball right now. And it's like a business, yeah. and you have to keep playing the games. And you know, everybody's going to say that Kobe wouldn't want to do to play the game, but it doesn't make yeah. it any less difficult. Right. Mm-hmm. How long do you think it's going to take for people to even be able to like? I think really it's going to take play. a long time. It'll take a. It'll be a minute. Yeah. yeah. In terms I, of basketball, I think uh, probably like when when the Lakers play again at home the next game, and when they have a full thing for that the Lakers are going to do because the Lakers have been pretty quiet this whole time too, you know, because yeah, they've been trying to pay respects their own way. But I think, man, that next home game, the one that they already postponed, you know, like if when they do have that game played, it's going to be huge. Yeah. I mean, just just think about like I'm not trying to put comparisons, but just think about when Nipsey died. Mm. Yeah, look at how long people were mourning. Yeah, right. And, and still how, how much? Yeah, they're still mourning. Mm. So, right. Think about that versus you know Kobe. I mean, yeah, I don't even know how long. I mean, and like Nipsey most... is honored here as as LA, but he's like you can't. I mean, it's almost uncomparable, you know, in terms of his right. effect on the world. Because Kobe had a worldwide effect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, my I mean, my thing, you know, and I was I was talking about this earlier was that you have to think about how many levels of of how can I say this? Like how many levels of how people are close to Kobe, right? So you have the guys that you have us that are Kobe fans, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have people who play in the league. And let's say that they're not, you know, they're not someone who knows Kobe personally, but they play it, you know, alongside him on a different team or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, you know, they look, think of it more from this standpoint. If you're like, oh, that was my coworker. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? If one of your coworkers passed that you saw, you know, so maybe they weren't in your direct department, so you didn't see them every day, but you saw them pretty often, and they just suddenly passed away. You would feel a certain type of way, right? Yeah, right. And then what if it was a coworker that you had grown a pretty tight bond with, and you guys had this bond? Maybe you didn't hang out after work, but you just had a bond, and every time you were at work, you always made it a point to really communicate with each other. And then you get to the point where it's like that coworker has now become one of your best friends and it's someone that you talk to about all sorts of things, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like we can't forget that at the end of the day, this is a business and that's their jobs, you know? So every single person in the league has a feeling about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, I, it's, I don't know, man. It's a really, you know, as much as we feel this pain, it's a really big hit for the NBA, period. Yeah. I don't know how these guys are going to get their mind off of it. You know, I mean, I mean, most of these guys were crying during, like, the, the introductions of the games and stuff. Some guys are crying during the game. It's, like, it's rough, man. Yeah. I mean, it, it is like a... That's the right word for it. Like a fraternity type, you know? Where yeah, it's, it's a close-knit fraternity. Mm-hmm. Just because if you think about the NBA and even all major sports, but taking the NBA as an example, there's only 30 teams. There's a 15-man roster. Even if you're the 15th man on that team, you're still pretty damn good. Right. So to make it into that league, you're basically like instilled into this fraternity that nobody else most likely will never be a part of. Mm -hmm. Right, right. I mean, shoot, there's just being an athlete, a professional athlete, period, no matter what the sport is. Yeah. You already feel like you're in a certain group. And there's basketball, I mean, uh, football players that are just like, 
devastated. Like you could tell they're not even able to really have their full mind on the game. Oh well, yeah, no, I saw people at the Australian Open crying because it's going on right now, and they were like, you know, dedicating games to him and stuff. So it definitely hits everybody in a different way, man. I, I couldn't just, watch the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I, tr- I mean, I can't watch. Who Pro watches Bowl. the Pro Bowl? Yeah, it's trash. I, I still watch the Pro Bowl. <laughs> it's fucking trash, dude. But and they were I talking couldn't... about Kobe during the time, and like everyone's trying to act like they're having fun, but it's like nobody wants to play in the fucking Pro Bowl anyways. Just name me to the team, and I'll just be like, oh, it's a great <laughs> honor. I don't want to play. You can't even tackle me. It's stupid. I, I couldn't even yeah. sit down and they, watch. They've got, they've got to change that format. <laughs> it's terrible. Dude, just throw it away, dude. Just look at yeah. it as like an honor list, and then don't even play the game. Like the yeah. all-pro team? Yeah, because you can't even fuck, Like, you legit can't even blitz or tackle people. It's ridiculous. Well, yeah, think about it this way, too. The, you know, with the Chiefs and the Niners playing next weekend, there are some mm-hmm. pro bowlers that can't even play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they, they have to take them off the team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I simulate that shit in, in Madden every time, dude. I don't even look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I've been me, named to the Pro Bowl plenty of times in Madden. I don't play it. Let me. I want to. I want to hear you guys' opinion real quick. My bad, Joey. I. I want to know how you guys felt about. I'm sure TMZ reported this before Vanessa, his wife, even found out. No, I posted out. that thing on Twitter. Remember how like the the officer that was on scene, he's like, oh yeah, yeah, saddened because he didn't even get a chance to call the families first, and it was already blasted on the news. So yeah. so it's, Kobe's wife yeah. was running around like us trying to figure out if it was true or if it was a hoax or not. You know, and that's fucked it's, up. It's terrible, but it, it just these days it, it can't be helped. Dude, mm, that honestly, know. that shit pissed me off, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's the media. That's why TMC is never wrong because they literally they'll fucking sell their souls for that type of news, you know? Yeah. When my buddy hit me up and he told me he's like, "Look, uh, I mean, it's TMZ, so I trust it." He's like, "But." I'm hoping it's not real. And then I messaged you guys. And then I think it was you, Joey, that even said, nah, they got hacked because their site's down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally their site the was site. down. Yeah. Because so many people were like, wait, what? Yeah. But my thing is, I knew it was five minutes since they, uh, Team Z posted it. Team Z probably got it. If I had to guess, they probably had someone that was listening to the recording. Yep. Up yeah, there being scanner, an issue. Right? Yeah, yeah, of there being an issue, so right when it crashed, they already knew that that was Kobe's, you know, helicopter. Yeah, and they put it out, and it's like, dude, there is a reason why law enforcement has to confirm mm-hmm. who that is with their next of kin. Yeah, yeah, and that's because they don't want to make any false allegations no. or you know let it be let the family know the wrong way and you guys are just fucking throwing it out there like that like come on dude like before ken woke up to hear the news like we were like first it was four people in the helicopter and then rick yeah. fox on the fucking helicopter rick fox, yeah, yeah then, like, rick fox was supposed yeah. to be on that and then they the said God, it was four God. people and then they named like nine names and we're like what the fuck where are the other people the math doesn't even add up here and that's, that's the fucked up thing about news these days is you don't even know what's credible anymore and people are just throwing shit out there and everybody's just believing it I just felt like, dude, if if you already felt like your soul is being ripped out of your body because you just found out mm-hmm. that your husband and your daughter are dead, how much worse does it feel to find out about it from fucking TMZ? Yeah. If anything ever happens to us, I hope that we find out about it before it's posted on Instagram somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, I'll be fine. <laughs> <For real. laughs> 
five minute John over here. He's not worried about it. His his deadly winding up on social media. Don't worry about it. That's crazy, man. Like I got to scour Twitter to find out, like you know what's going on. I was like, I'd rather just wait for the official news report, you know. But then there's so much false information being pressed on you and thrown at you that you literally have to go try to seek out the truth on your own. You know when I knew it was true? When I knew it was real, there was a, a report of a helicopter crash in that yeah. region and yeah like, son of a bitch yeah like i think that's what it was i'm like that's real if they're reporting a helicopter crash they're not saying who it is mm-hmm. that's because they're coming correct with it kobe's fucking dead dude i was just like man that's crazy if you're a family member you got to hear about it that way somebody's texting you that they saw on tmz that your fucking relative died that's fucking sad dude well and i'm sure there was people especially with the other families that knew like hey um mom and dad are gonna you know take a chopper with kobe to the basketball camp so they're probably like when they hear that kobe bryant died they're like wait my parents are on that exact same chopper mm-hmm. man like, i i couldn't absolutely you already know that your family's on there, dude. Yeah. And then you hear that, helicopters, you know? And then they keep talking about how no survivors, no survivors. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, man. Yeah. It's tough. I think that also added to the whole feeling though. You know, even me just here at home having nothing to do with it. Like just how it unraveled was just like Yeah. What kind of fucking world do we live in now? You know what I mean? They, they were even saying how sad it was for the police that were on the scene because, you know, they're obviously from L.A. and they're Kobe fans, too. And, you know, they got to go dig through that shit. And it's like, that's crazy. See it, right. First responders yeah. got to see all that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Good for them. This is tough. I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't want to find out that the homies passed away via TMZ. I'd hate to find out that we're not even TMZ level. You'll find out on fucking like Honda <laughs> Society Instagram or some shit. Dude, well, just think yeah. about LeBron. Yeah, he oh, talked yeah. to him before he got on the plane, dude. We're gonna he find out that's not VIP beat out, John. I'm fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking endless projects Instagram, dude. Oh <laughs> my god. Oh, no, you're not gonna. They're not gonna post it. They're gonna be like, oh, he's gone. Good. Endless projects will have a fucking car show. Yeah, man. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh man, no. But no, I mean, uh, it's just inevitable. You know, what I mean, like this day, these day and age, like obviously everybody knows that content is king. Yep. And they'll just throw anything and any anything out there. I mean, there's no way around it, especially for a person like him, who is so famous. You know, like there's no way. Here's how there's I no felt way. about it. My thing is this: TMZ. They are so on it that they got some time before anybody else finds out, in my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. They got people everywhere. Yeah. So my thing is this. Have the fucking decency. If you're really going to put it out there, why don't you try it? You got all these sources. Get a hold of Vanessa and be like, listen, I'm sorry that we need to inform you of this. I mean, we don't know. We don't know if that... He's gonna that. be like, "Why the fuck are you calling me? Let me call yeah. the police." Yeah. So, right, right, right. But I, I see, I see your point though. Because, oh yeah. like the the helicopter, that that uh, manifest has to be public, right? So yeah. they, yeah, it's public. Um, you can see everything, but they are reporting that there's no black box. 
So oh, wow. you can't really tell what happened in there. Mm-mm. Yeah, you only have air yeah. traffic control. Yeah, in their recordings. Oh, uh, they don't have a black box. I didn't like. I haven't read too mm-hmm. far into uh, it because I mean, this shit don't happen like that often, you know. Yeah, especially. Yeah. And that was a. It was a good. From what I remember, from what I remember reading, is that helicopter was actually a good helicopter. Yeah, it's well, really high tech. It's, it's, yeah, one of the safest it's private helicopter, and he, right. he's flown helicopters to and from games all his life. Mm-hmm. Same helicopter, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. for I think for Kobe to do like, he wouldn't have second guess like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have flown today, right? Or maybe we should have you know driven because it, it was such a. a a normal thing for him to do. Yeah, they didn't even second second guess it or anything, you know. Yeah, that's like driving in the state. Like, say you're like in a Volvo. Oh, Volvos are super safe. I'm gonna crash into a building. I'm already gonna fucking die. Like, you know, like, yeah, it doesn't right, matter. Right. And she went to school up there too. Uh, Sierra, Sierra uh, Canyon, right? Uh, oh, she went. No, I don't think she went to Sierra Canyon. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. no I don't she, she went. To, she went to school in um, Laguna. Yeah, oh, I, I don't remember what school it is, but my my high school football coach was her teacher. Mm. So oh, he taught you. he taught at her high school, and then, you know, when first through fifth period or whatever the hell, and then he would drive to our high school and coach. Mm. So it wasn't that far. It was somewhere in the, you know this uh, side of Orange County. Yeah, definitely an Orange County area. I thought she went. No, to no um, LeBron and D Wade son goes to Sierra Canyon. No, no, I knew that. I just, yeah. I thought, I thought I saw that she was either planning on going to Sierra Canyon or. Well, she's only so, thirteen, so she wasn't even. Wait, wait, oh, yeah. who are you talking about? You talking about his wife or his daughter? No, Jana. No, I think oh. she was. Oh, I thought you were talking about his wife. Sorry. Maybe she was planning to go to Sierra Canyon. Yeah, because she well, wasn't even in high school yet. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mamba Mamba Academy is in Thousand Oaks. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is where yeah Sierra Canyon. Sierra Canyon's in the valley, so yeah. it's like five what, Why was Mamba? Why is Mamba Academy over there? Why not? It's probably better access County. to a lot of athletes. Yeah. Because a lot of all um, live up there. Yeah, a lot of like NBA athletes they summer in LA. Mm-hmm. But they don't necessarily summer in Orange County. Yeah. Got it. No. Yeah, they're more in the probably like yeah. That's why LeBron and D Wade's kids go to Sierra Canyon because they're all yeah. everybody just kind of hangs out in that area and they all live up there like Calabasas and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, yeah I mean, I wanted to drive up to to Mama Academy. I was like, "Fuck, that's a far drive." Yeah, that's a far drive, yeah. especially for you yeah. guys. Yeah. I could. It's actually it. Newberry Park, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's only like 20 minutes, if anything, from Thousand Oaks. But yeah, dude, that's... Thousand Oaks is fucking far, far, dude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I used to live there. It's far. (laughs) Yeah. Especially from how deep Ken is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, like, Constance lives in Thousand Oaks, Agora Hills area, and she fucking drives to Temecula. What? Why? Yeah, for her she show? Tell me about that shit. Yeah, for her show. Because they film in Temecula, but she lives in Thousand Oaks. Nah, dude. That she literally fuck. has to rent a place down in Temecula sometimes when they're filming long durations so she can stay down there because the drive is too fucking crazy. And she drives a Hummer. <laughs> nah, dude. Honestly, that's far. Like, I remember when we lived in Thousand... I lived in Thousand Oaks and Newberry Park. Mm-hmm. And it's an hour and a half always, from here. We would always be going to L.A. And even just to L.A., that shit felt far. Mm-hmm. You know That's why I he's think? helicoptering because it's so far, dude. Yeah, man. Just know. a small, like, human side story of Kobe again, of how he was just almost like any of us. Uh-huh. He goes to um, 
the same dry cleaners that I go to in Costa Mesa. Oh, wow. really? And, yeah, and I found this out because there was a picture of him <laughs> um, in the in, in the dry cleaners, and I asked the dude. He was saying, "Yeah, he comes by all the time. He actually drops off his own clothes for dry cleaning." And it may not sound significant, but you know, you that's really a, think that's about huge. Yeah, you think about like, hey, man, Kobe probably doesn't need to do any of that. You know, he probably no, has you maids. know how many people like like on a on a pay scale wise, you know how many people are yeah. making way less than Kobe that aren't taking their own clothes. Exactly. He, he probably got all kinds of time, you know? So he's probably yeah. just dry cleaning shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's just interesting to me that, you know, yes, these these sports celebrity figures can be larger than life, but mm-hmm. a lot of them can just be like you and me. Yeah. I mean, it, the interesting part of it is that you have Kobe, who is, you know, without a doubt, one of the best players in the NBA who lives his life like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not just the worst player in the NBA living his life like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And That's so true. it's like if anybody wanted to live the style of I got maids running everywhere to do everything for me. He could have done that, you know? Yep. Personal yeah. assistance for everything. It, yeah. it tripped me up because it, I was like, man, the best player in the world drops off his trousers at the same <laughs> place that I drop on my trousers. <laughs> <laughs> what if one day they mixed you up and actually gave you... I was like, I, I got some, like, 4XLs. <laughs> yeah, you're like, these, why are these so long? <laughs> these are too big. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, well... Thanks for coming on, guys. I really just, I don't know. It was something I wanted to talk about. Felt like it was probably easier to process. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody was making their their Instagram posts and stuff, and I just felt like it was something that, you know, I like making meaningful Instagram posts. It's, it's something that I actually care about, and I like reading other people's meaningful posts. But it was just something I just really could not make a post about, and I felt like, you know what? What better way to express how I feel about it than to have a conversation with the guys that I would go to to talk to about this, you know? So it was a, a good reason to record this. Yeah. yeah. That was good. I'll see you guys in a few days, too. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> you can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's a few days. Oh, man. I don't know. I... I before we go, I did um, Nike pulled all the Kobe stuff off, right? Yeah, and people are basically reselling that bullshit, dude. Like, they're fucking selling the newspaper prices. on eBay for like thirty three dollars starting bid. <sighs> Wait, what do you mean that Nike pulled? Explain that. Nike they, pulled, I believe, like the Kobe line, like all the proto stuff that just recently dropped. Mm-hmm. I think they pulled it all off, so it's not for sale anymore. Yeah, because they're gonna resell for sure, dude. I so for me, uh, when it comes to playing basketball, I only wear Kobe's because they're for me anyways. They're the most comfortable shoes that I can wear, and obviously you don't make Kobe's anymore. So now you have these guys fucking selling them for like twelve hundred dollars. Dude, what? Boys going for ten thousand? Yeah, I'm just trying to wear them to play. Yeah, but I was telling John that there's there's one pair of shoes that I always wanted, a Kobe shoe. And 
I've always been like, oh, maybe one day I, they'll be affordable. I'll find a pair on on uh, what do you call it, what StockX or something. <laughs> There's no way in hell I'm ever gonna own those shoes at this point. Mm-mm. You don't even know what they are. Which yeah, ones? <laughs> they're like they're purple. I think they're Kobe fours. There's a lot of four purple. I forgot what they're called, man. <laughs> I purposely tried not to remember so that I'm not constantly thinking about it. There's a pair of Wait, used the ones that Adidas just came out. Kobe Bryant twos right now for four thousand, dude. No, no, oh, the Adidas ones. Nobody wanted those. <laughs> no, no, those are ugly. But... No, I was gonna say the Adidas should redrop the Kobe's. They can't. They can't. Yeah. Because what? the the because the contract with Nike. Yeah. Yeah, and they're horrible looking. So those things were. I. It looked like was, a funny Aztec. <laughs> There was a, a a pair I would wear, not the one that had like all the aerodynamics in the front. The crazy the first eights, ones, mm-hmm. the crazy eights. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it was the crazy eights. Adidas, Adidas did post something though about Kobe yesterday. They did. Oh, cool. I didn't yeah. see it. It was like we go to Adidas or Adidas uh, basketball, either one. They posted mm-hmm. something about Kobe, which is pretty cool. That's good. No, I mean they were his first partnership technically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they definitely should say something. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't look. I'll look at it after all this. I'm uh, yeah. I, I I got a bunch. I got a bunch of Kobe fours and fives. I think I even have a Kobe ten. That's like unworn. Are you gonna wear the jerseys this weekend, John? No, yeah. they don't they're hanging anymore. They fit, but they're hanging. I, I hung them up in the office for now. Mm, you retired them. Yeah, well, they're hanging next to my Philip Rivers signed jersey. You retired Phillip that Rivers one too, gone. man. Yeah, so oh my God. the three of them were standing or, you know, hanging in the office. It's kind of weird. but I thought I was going to be crying over Philip Rivers leaving the Chargers, but I found myself crying over Kobe Bryant instead. I was like, so know. unnecessary, dude. It's, <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know what to say. I, I couldn't. Losing uh, losing Philip Rivers, I was like, eh, I guess it's time. But now you got to deal with the death of Kobe. So you're like, what the hell with Philip Rivers? Yeah, I mean, shit. <laughs> Philip Rivers is gonna live forever, I think. Motherfucker doesn't even curse. So. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. He drives but, a big truck. He'll he lives there. in Florida now. He's gonna grow old there. It's fine. I'd rather have it that way than just losing a losing someone that you grew up watching your whole fucking life, and then now they're just gone. It's so sad. That's yeah. That's, I don't know. I saw the um, Miami's like setup. South Beach is all crazy for Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I was like, we were just there. So yeah, we'll see. So it'll be fun. Sunday will be fun. At least we'll have football to worry about for one day. You think everybody's gonna be wearing Kobe jerseys at Week Fest this weekend? Oh yeah, for Maybe. sure. Because right? Hawaiian people fucking love Kobe Bryant. They do. do they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Hawaiian people are like, like they'll. You know, they, they act like they're from California half the time. They love that shit. Oh, that's you good. Know how, you know how he described the Filipinos? It's the same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But by the <laughs> way, uh, they're Kobe 8. The purple mm. Kobe 8s. Mm, okay. The ones okay. that you want? Yeah, if anyone's listening and you have a size 11 and a half and a purple Kobe 8, please let me know. Yeah, good luck, dude. They're selling these things <laughs> $40 each. Wait, what color? They're purple. Purple? Like purple and yellow? No, purple and black and white. I forgot what they're called, and right here it's not uh, showing me. Hmm. It's okay, just... Me, I'm just going to type my keyboard. Sorry. The Kobe 8 system shoes? The system ones? Uh, oh. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. 
it's it's a purple gradient, but I don't know what it's what it's referred to as. Ooh. The other one that I wanted was the the playoffs. Or the Venice Beach. The other ones I wanted. The mm. only gradient Kobe ate were the playoffs. Yeah, playoffs, purple, platinum. They're a low top, right? It's like yeah. Yeah. all of them. <clears throat> They're like a little bit lighter in the front. Yes. Yeah, those are. Yeah, playoffs. that's what I want. Five hundred bucks. Yep. Today, give it another couple of days. Uh, John's on stock X, huh? Uh huh. Man, that Hall of Fame thing that's going to happen though. It's going to be chopping oh, up in there, dude. You're crying like crazy. I know, right? I don't when like. I was I was actually interested to see because you know how they cancel the game tomorrow, mm-hmm. and you know usually Tuesdays and Thursdays is NBA on TNT. So it'd be super interesting to see that segment to see how they all react. Yeah. Did you see the how they re-aired his final game today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean that that was something I wanted to talk about too was that scoring sixty points, let alone scoring twenty, that's fucking hard. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and you, you're talking about a guy that's had a ruptured Achilles. He's mm-hmm. 20 years into the game, and he still scores 60 points. I mean, granted, people say, oh, well, he put up 50 shots to do it. You try putting up 50 shots in 48 minutes. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, that's true. So... I don't know, man. Uh, you know what I was going to tell you guys about, too, is that I saw, and I don't think this was, like, you know, within the last day. I think it was before, but it's still something cool to see. Uh, it was a picture of Allen Iverson wearing a shirt that had a picture of Kobe. Uh, I think it was, like, him winning the championship, like, you know, holding it, holding up the trophy. Mm-hmm. It was the picture, and Allen Iverson was wearing it. And it was that that year he was still playing in the league. Mm-hmm. So that means that Kobe won against him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's see, that's the there's the, the the perfect you know example right there is that Allen Iverson is even a Kobe fan. Well, they came into the league at the same time too, right? I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. One or year. No, one or two years. Um, between in between, yeah, they're still technically same generation. Guy was older, yeah, Yeah, same generation. Yeah, because I was ninety six. I was just posted today too. Yeah, he did. Mm Mhm. Yeah, I posted a tribute to him. Oh man, I might be down to look at some more in a couple days, but you don't have a Twitter account. It'd be easy because Twitter, man, that's all they're showing. No, I didn't want to see it. Like, yes, like towards the evening yesterday like i kept going on social media and there was just more kobe stuff and i was just like man i I can't keep looking at this yeah i just like looking at the professional basketball players and stuff posting about it you also go on twitter huh yeah i think so yeah i'll lift my i'll lift my uh my five minute thing today or tonight to read it all uh twitter is yeah, because I kind of want to see it now that you guys have talked about it. I'm like out of place, so I don't really get to see it. So I can technically see it from if I log in on the PC, if I don't log in on my computer, because it covers all my iOS devices. No, forget it. It's showing off all the time, John. No, whatever. <laughs> anyway, I was going to say, because like, I didn't want to look at StockX, because I didn't want to look at what the shoes I have go for. These guys are crazy what they're selling these Kobe's for. You couldn't give them away before. 
People are profiting off the death of celebrities. It's not a new thing. It's just no, horrible. It's horrible. Because now I'm like, I gave some shoes to Keone to wear, and it's like, dude, now you want a thousand dollars for these things? We couldn't even sell it for two hundred bucks. Yeah. You should still. You should still be upset though that you. Uh, you gave him those shoes because now they're probably trashed when you could have just had them put away. Um, yeah, they're trash, but like there are a lot of them are like like my tens, my Kobe tens. Because I stopped wearing them. Because yeah. I started wearing Ultra Boosts, so I stopped wearing all my other Kobe's and Jordans. I can't wear them anymore. Well, yeah, John, because you know the, you don't want to look a child. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine we lived in a lifetime where we got to see Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron play at their peaks. That's crazy. Oh, man. I've thought about that. Yeah. I have thought about yeah, that. Yeah, and now one of them is gone, man. You would have thought Jordan would have been the first, Dale. Absolutely. Yeah, because Jordan has like his insane gambling problem and drinking problem. Oh, yeah, even, even like, I was thinking that too. Even like, let's just say, for me, hypothetically, if Jordan was to pass away now, for me, it would just be any other person passing away. I mean, it's still mm-hmm. Jordan, but he's kind of yeah. It's still mind, Jordan. You don't see right. him. Right? Yeah. It's just yeah. It's just yeah. It's still Jordan, but it just again, just the impact that Kobe has had. Mm-hmm. I, I know, get personally. what you're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. I think the previous generation for uh, for us, and then like uh, people from Chicago, man, you're gonna definitely hear about that one when that happens. It's gonna be yeah. crazy. Yeah, I don't know. But it's crazy that you're going to see all your, like, favorite athletes and all your, you know, all your peers, pretty much, you know, and all your contemporaries. I started thinking about what happens when all my favorite actors pass away after this. I was like, man. I I just think that, you know, with Kobe, though, there's a sense that you just don't want to accept it. I, I think that's where... The biggest difference is yeah because it happened in such a fluke way too like, the way it happened yeah. and the timing is just completely off man yeah you know yeah, yeah. it all seems like a hoax still yeah yeah absolutely it's crazy how expensive these Kobe's are. I'm sorry it's just crazy can't believe it because like no one was buying the protos all the new stuff yes. just recently hit <laughs> like no one was buying those like the remakes of like the Del Souls or the Carpeties or any of those. That's crazy. Uh, my thing is, are people going to really start buying it right now? I think Knowing? it's just a time of inflation pricing. It, it, eventually, it will just drop back down. Yeah. That's true, yeah. too. It's definitely just a momentary thing where people are trying to cash in. Like selling yeah. the fucking four Paul stickers. Oh yeah! Oh, that is so whack. Yeah, it's so horrible, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna make. Uh, I, I'm sorry. That is terrible. Well, what Paul Walker. Talk about right now, like Paul Walker. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Just imagine that Facebook isn't as big as it used to be, or you'd be seeing all the Facebook pages of the Kobe Bryant dedication pages, like one like for one one prayer or whatever. Oh my yeah. god. I'm so glad we're past those times, but man. If the Lakers win, I'll buy everybody here a jersey. Yeah. No way. Are they really doing that? Yeah, they, <laughs> they do shit like that nowadays. Damn. That's crazy. I don't know. I get it. I mean, I get it. You want to honor your, your hero. Yeah. Well, you know, um, no, imagine this, though. We live in California, right? And most of the people that we know in our circle are from California, like north or south. 
Mm-hmm. But imagine people that aren't from LA and like they don't know us or anything or don't have any ties to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. What their pages must be like? Because I've seen people are saying talking about how like people are talking shit about Kobe and talking ill of his death and all that stuff. And I was like, I haven't seen any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But probably because we're from here, you know. But just I imagine see. everybody else. They're just like, oh yeah, well Kobe's just. Why don't we talk about all the other people that passed away? And they're, I mean, they're people too. And I was like, well, I mean, you have to put things into context, you know? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw. It Thankfully, before. I haven't seen any of it. I was, There's going to be a bunch of people that listen to this and go, "Did they really make a podcast?" About- yeah, because yeah. we can all relate to it. That's the yeah. thing, right? Like we we all know this person. You know, sometimes, yeah, everybody dies, but I might not know that person. You might not know, know that person, but this is right. something that we can all relate to. So, it is worthy of conversation. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it was a part of our everyday life. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, because yeah, basketball was on every every damn day. And I mean, yeah. and and I bet you people will, will laugh at that too, and that's okay, because you know, sports is not just a game. I feel like it's literally a very impactful way to affect your lives, mm-hmm. um, and it affects people more than they know. Look, if people who follow each other on social media can call each other friends, then. I can grieve over Kobe Bryant's passing. Oh, yeah. Just imagine how many people don't actually know us, but they still see what we do every day, you know? And we're kind of a part of their everyday lives, too, if you really think about it, you know? Yeah. So it's, like, not weird to talk about somebody that was literally a part of everybody's life for the most better part of, like, fucking 20 years, man. Yeah, Yeah. and and I bet you people that's not from California or, or that doesn't know basketball might even say, oh, this is such, like, an L.A. thing. Oh, this is such like an, a Hollywood thing. Yeah, they mm. they cock over, you know, a person like this. But you know, I mean, you know, I on the other hand, I do have a lot of friends that are, are outside of California that were mm-hmm. like, man, I cannot, like, I can't get over it. Right, I mean, John, and then your friends from New York. <laughs> <laughs> John just John kept calling me like, waiting for true confirmation. You know, he was just yeah. like, nah, it's not real. It's not real. And then he was like son of a bitch Everyone you know it, it's because people like kobe really <laughs> are more than just an athlete seriously mm-hmm. you know like i literally tell myself you know you're not working hard enough unless you're fucking kobe Bryant. yeah so you know to a lot of people he's not just a person that entertains you through a sport you know, he, he's much bigger than that. And, and I well, feel like when people criticize about deaths and stuff like that and how we, re, you know, regard and view the significance of deaths and celebrities, you have to look at it that way, too. Well, I mean, you also have to look at the fact that and, and you guys, if anybody can would know this, that basketball is not just a game for a lot of people. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's, you know, and, and, you know, John's a perfect example. His son really loves the sport, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like for, for a kid at home who really loves basketball, you're naturally mm-hmm. going to have a feeling towards Kobe Bryant, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you're still at that age where basketball is all you got, basketball is life. Other than basketball, it's school, right? I, I think especially at a young age. You know, athletes, you know, if, if kids look up to athletes, those are their superheroes. Yeah. You know, those, those people can do no wrong. Yeah, and, right. and you look up to them, you, you copy their every move because you want to be exactly like them. Mm-hmm. 
And right. you know, those, those right. are their role models. Yeah. Yep. I mean, who doesn't yell Kobe whenever they sh- shoot something? Yep, definitely. I mean, that hits a little differently now too, man. You know, so yeah. I love I love that uh, the meme or s- sign, whatever you will. Yeah, that says for that for that generation that yells Kobe when you when you throw something in the trash, please don't stop doing it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. true. It wasn't even if it was throwing in the trash. It was just throwing anything. Yeah, or throwing anything, you know. Yeah, if you're – for the generation that throw – every time you throw something, you yell, Kobe, don't stop saying it. Yeah. And then, you know, the whole thing about, like, you know how we people, when we live in L.A., we always complain about other people that live in L.A.? You're like, oh, fuck, it's so L.A., dude. And I was like, oh, it's mm-hmm. bullshit, dude. I fucking hate how L.A. people act, you know? Right, But it's right. times like this that make you appreciate living in Los Angeles because you see people come together, and you're just like, wow, you know? Like, people yeah. really are, like, they're a community here, you know? And it's it's so crazy. I mean, even with the Nip thing, we saw it, you know? But now it's, yeah. like, tenfold, you know? Oh, it's yeah. It's so crazy how seeing people in Los Angeles react to this type of stuff. And it makes you proud and happy to live here, honestly, you know? As much as we... It's kind of like, like a like a family thing, you know? Where you talk yeah. shit about each other, but when somebody from the outside <laughs> is, like, trying to attack you, you're like, man, fuck that. You know, you're going to yeah. roll with them, you know? And that's yes. how LA people are. We ride for each other, and that's the craziest thing. The funny well, thing is... The, the funny thing is that like usually at the gym if you end up wearing a basketball jersey you are most likely going to be the first one to get attacked yeah on the court <laughs> yeah. Like right? Tool, right? yeah because you're like an idiot <laughs> right so like everybody today yeah, had a kobe but jersey on. everybody had a kobe jersey on and instead of like wow. kind of making fun of the dude or like mm-hmm. kind of attacking a dude like during games like everybody was just like talking to each other and be like, "Yo, like, did you hear what happened?" and stuff like that. We were just having conversations instead of kind of like mm-hmm. bashing at each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. man. So that that's definitely the LA way. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You talk yeah. shit, but then when that's LA. Like I fucking hated Laker fans growing up watching basketball here because you know Laker fans are they half the time they act like fucking idiots. You know, like yeah. we're the only yeah. like city that like fucking destroys a whole city when we win a championship, and you're just like, why are we doing this? You <laughs> yeah. know. But then yeah. yeah, now you see the other side of it, where like when when there are bad times, everyone comes together, and it's like a beautiful thing. And I think if there's one thing that we get from Kobe Bryant and this whole tragedy is that it literally brings everybody together, man, and like it reminds you that not only the life is short but you also kind of have to you know you, you have to appreciate the people around you even if you don't really know them it's yeah. humanity yeah it's a, it's a cool that, thing and then that's like that uh, i think it was you that shared that story about the the guy that said he went to go buy flowers mm-hmm. yeah yeah oh yeah story. and the lady at the flower store yeah, yeah she was like she just let him have the flowers without charging him and was like hey it's la yeah yeah that's all you have to say yeah, it's sad that it takes tra- tragedy to remind us, you know, but it's like, hey, he continues on his legacy, you know, of, of changing people and making people better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully his legacy will live on, man. It's just like, you know, I, I, I hope that just like the, the Nipsey fans and everybody that says that they're going to change their ways because of nipsey it's like i hope you just keep that that same energy you know yeah keep it going i mean i think his death and his life in basketball you're gonna see it more and more and in the coming years you know now that people now that he is gone i think his his mark on basketball is gonna be even bigger than it was and that's and and it was huge already you know yeah yeah be interesting to see 
Yeah. Interesting. Just appreciate the people that you have around you and your idols and whoever you look up to, your friends, your family, you know, people that you have beef with, you know, it, like this is all going to end, man. Like I was talking to one of my friends the other day, Dwayne over here, and, and I was telling him, I was like, man, when I was younger, you know what the thing that bothered me the most is just thinking that someday this was all going to end. None of mm. this is going to exist anymore. And, my, and then Dwayne was just like, why are you thinking about that stuff when you're such a young age, you know? And I was like, I can't help it. That's just how my brain works, you know? I yeah. think about the I think about life and I think about how fragile it is and and just how short it is you know like I don't that's why I don't worry about stuff so often like the little bullshit things you know a lot of people like they come to me with problems and stuff and I was like why are you so concerned with it like life is so much bigger than that and I mean at a blink of an eye it could be gone so you you really just have to think about that and how you live life every day it's difficult to think about your mortality but I mean you have situations like this that really show you you know it's like yeah yeah you only have so much time it's crazy to think i mean even me someone like you said that you know i always have these moments where i'm so angry Mm -hmm. and then it's just like yeah at the end of the day it is just time wasted you know you could be using the energy on something else you know yeah yeah, I always That's tell Becky that too when she over worries about stuff. And I'm just like, you know what? You get the energy that you put out, you know? And if you want things to be better and if you want to, you know, if you want to experience the good, you have to put the good out too. You can't always worry about stuff and like be sad about things, you know? You kind of right. have to put your focus towards other things. Yeah. Yep. Good yeah, life is crazy, man. We were just going by about it like it was another Sunday. Yeah. You know? You know? That was really what it was. It was just another Sunday, and like, like I said, I didn't really, I don't really hear from anyone on Sunday. It's usually kind of yeah. everyone does their whole family thing, and it's just to hear to see the phone just go crazy like that. Yeah, from so, I mean, I was up like at four in the morning. I woke up at four in the morning in San Diego to take my parents to the airport here so they can go to Hong Kong to fly into the fucking coronavirus zone. And I was worrying <laughs> about that. And like when I came back to the shop after dropping them off, I already couldn't sleep because I was worried about it, you know? And then I, I finally fell asleep and I woke up and Kobe died. And I'm like, what timeline is this? I want to go back to the other timeline. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. dimension I woke up in, but wherever it happened, just switch us back, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, Maybe it's there's an bad. alternate universe where Kobe never even got on the helicopter. I honestly think that we're like on our third or fourth timeline now. If we want to get into we're talking like that, because things have definitely been different. That's mm-hmm. a whole another. That's a whole another episode. <laughs> Dude, another, just what yeah. happened? What's well, been happening this month alone? 2020 right. is, is crazy so far. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. That's true. I, I, I'm, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, been, it's been a hell of a 2020. Yeah, you, you just find yourself in the month of January, walking into February. You're just bracing for impact now, you know, because you're just worried about more shit happening. And it's like, you, know, you can't worry about it, you know. Like I said, but, hey, but let's be real. Wasn't January 2019 kind of the same way? Mm. No, my 19 was great. <laughs> no, it's not that. I mean, just as far as if you think of overall, like in the mm. world. I mean, I like what going happens, they feel super long, right? Yeah, I felt like going into February was like, thank God. Uh, I don't know, what man. happened last year? I mean, I had other, we had other events that was kind of that yeah. dominated my January. I can't remember right now, but I just remember February feeling like, man, I hope this ain't nothing like January. Mm-hmm. I mean, you usually feel like that in the first month of the year because it just seems crazy. It's so long, and you have to deal with so much. But yeah. This one is definitely a different one, man. 
Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, and I've had some pretty bad years, but this one is kicking off to <laughs> it's a rough start. Let's just get all this crap out of the way early so the rest of the year is. Yeah. I sure hope so, man. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember how last year was. I, uh, it's this this year's already been out of control. And it was funny because I was looking forward to the next week and you know it's coming week to hang out with you guys because I was just like man I haven't talked to anybody. Dude, but it's been so long. I'm going crazy. <laughs> yeah, Don't ever do this again, dude. <laughs> I know, man. So we gotta do Florida again just so we can get out of the house. I, I was doing the math the other day. I was like, fuck, oh, it's been man. six months. Yes. <laughs> Has it been? I know, I know. David's been going crazy. Yes, uh, yes. He's always, he's always says like, I can't. Wait. I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah, it's been way too long. It's so bad that I'm to the point now where I'm like silent. <laughs> That's you no, know, it's bad. Like, what's wrong with you? nothing? I've had to drive to David's house just to hang out with him. <laughs> I mean, you were about to go there right just, now. Just yeah, pretend you're. I was, you're I was on totally board. prepared to go over there. I ate dinner all fast and shit. Not yeah. bad. We should have done it. I just wanted this mic situation to be right. Yeah, it's all good. I mean, I mean we're going to see each other this weekend anyways. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely been different without two tour stops, you know, for week fest. Because, I mean, I've been out of the country anyway, so I always feel a little off schedule wise. But it does feel weird not being at a week fest event. As a group. I mean, mm-hmm. just as a group. Yeah. Just hang yeah. over to everybody. I see Ken all the time, so it's not that big of a deal for me and Ken. Yeah. Like, I literally see him every weekend. Yeah. <laughs> this is the only way I can talk to Ken because he'll only answer my text message, not my calls. <laughs> no, I don't I mean, want you to ask me unnecessary questions, yes. David. Yeah. Yes. You could come out the chair every now and then, but you never come out, so. Yeah, I know. You've been trying I to do even get on this. I couldn't even get on this podcast. Oh, Brooklyn like, was like, why are you going to go do the podcast? And I was like, because I have some things I need to talk about. She said, why do you always want to do stuff without me? I said, what? She goes, yeah, you're doing a podcast and then you're going to go to Hawaii. Oh, yeah. And I, I said, "What? where is this coming from? I'm with you all the time. Yeah. Haven't you seen my Instagram stories? <laughs> <laughs> you're on it all the time. Yeah. Exactly. All the time. Man, she's exactly <laughs> like her mom. Let me tell you. Yeah. I mean, I, shit. If, if there's anything that's telling you that now you need to do more LA stuff more than ever, it's. I mean, it's stuff like this happening. You know. Yeah. We need to do a little. Uh, uh, what is it called? One of those like. Get to know your own area trips. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can do it all the time. We just get to know dark restaurants that we've never eaten at before. Yep. Man, never ever have we eaten there. The sun is still out. <laughs> and, and be outside a little bit. Yeah. Oh, you you'll get that the whole weekend. This yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I don't know. Sunday's going to be kind of. No, so here's the thing, right? So we have Hawaii this week. Yep. And then in two weeks, we have Texas. So you yep. see plenty of us. Yes, uh, you will. See, it's it's like when you when you're on a diet and you're trying to eat right and then all of a sudden you're like fuck it and you just start eating all sorts of steaks and shit. Mm-hmm. No, that's you, David. Not, not <laughs> <us>. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, that's right. right. I knew it would be fun though. Yeah. I knew it'd be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. I can't wait. It's been a long time. Let's hope for a drama free Hawaii trip. Yes. <laughs> Do you guys oh, have uh do you have any last minute more Kobe related comments that you want to yeah. make? Is that it? 
I think David, one thing you should watch before is watch his uh, Kobe's Jimmy Kimmel interview. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that one's good. If you want to, yeah, more I haven't watched off. the whole thing. It's just like, yeah. seen all the snippets. Just need to see the one about his daughter. How what she says about legacy. Oh, I know. That's that's really good. Already. Yeah. Trust I mean, me, all the daughter posts are fucking killing me. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, come on, man. I don't no. know. No, guys, soft spot. You're just drilling them in there right now. No, I'm think, just, just saying. I, I think in the end, you know, to really live or carry Kobe's torch, just whatever we do, just do it as the best that we can with the most detail that we can prepare and just go at it. I mean, that's yeah. how he did things, and that's why he was so great. And that's why we remember him, mm-hmm. because of the way he did things. Right. So. Yeah. I just feel really bad for people in the community, just seeing how sad they are, man. It's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it's also a reminder of how big of an impact he had on people, you know? It'd be yeah. better than everybody sitting around going, well, I'm glad he's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, I mean, like I said, there are people posting like, "Why are you guys all tripping?" I haven't seen it. Thank, thankfully, I've every time them. you see, every time you see that, just link them to this episode. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've if I, there's an unfollow button. Whoop. Was, Wait, you mean people that's within your circle? No, just uh, my Facebook or your I, Instagram I circle. Facebook, Instagram circle. Yeah. Oh. You got a bunch of fucking lame tech nerds up there from the Bay Area. Don't <laughs> they're not. They're car folks. So oh, I can't wait yeah. to see him soon. That's your problem right there. Yeah. You hang out with the lame car people too. Uh, that aren't <laughs> These are the same guys that idolize the person who has the, the car that's better than them. Yeah. And theirs. Yeah. yeah. They so. just want the attention on themselves, right? Yeah, I think that's usually what it is, right? But yeah. Tough. My favorite my favorite tweet I saw on Twitter today was somebody posted, they're like, Hey, all you hoes, stop posting selfies. We're trying to watch Kobe highlights on our timelines. <laughs> oh my god oh man man. oh wait it's almost 12 i gotta go bug my kid he'll be a teenager in 20 minutes yeah that bang bros update's coming up (laughs) yep that's gonna be the gift expires in five five minutes (laughs) that's it he's gonna be how old in 20 minutes 13 oh Oh, man man I know. Oh man, tell him happy birthday. Let it go, John. (laughs) Just just let him have the access to Naughty America. (laughs) Just have Just have your wife scrub the shower more often. (laughs) (laughs) Before somebody slips. Oh my god. Yeah, see? See that's the difference between a boy and a girl though. You got you know, you know having a boy. No man, you ain't seen how some of these girls be acting these days. You don't even know. I don't wanna know. I don't wanna know. Yeah, don't don't place your toxic masculinity on us, John. I don't want to know. No, I mean I'm just saying there's like differences of like what you gotta deal with. Got yeah. clean uh, bathtubs, t- uh, showers. Yeah, I mean shit, clean that shower head too. You never know, shit. See now, David's all mad. Well, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> thank you everyone for listening. Maybe you stopped about twenty minutes ago, but it's been a great episode. And thank you, Ken and Joey, for coming on. Yeah, love LA yeah. people. Appreciate it. See you guys on Thursday. And for everyone else, thanks for listening. Stay home. Don't get sick. Hello, everyone. I'm so sorry I can't be with you tonight. However. I couldn't completely miss the chance 
to take a moment to share some thoughts with all of you. The lesson I cherish the most is how important it is to love what you do. If you love what you do and it's making you happy, all the hard work and perseverance will pay off. I once had a guidance counselor tell me that I shouldn't play basketball, uh, that it would never amount to anything for me. His negativity towards me made me stronger. You can't stop people from trying to limit your dreams, but you can stop it from becoming a reality. Your dreams are up to you. I encourage you to always be curious, always seek out things you love, and always work hard once you find it. So with that, I'll let you carry on with your evening. Please know I'm thinking of you, supporting you, and encouraging you always. Peace.